0: Rain man made too much precipitation all over our glorious nation that leaves us in our mom's shitty basement. We are the illegitimate Camp's kids, you heard? Ladies and gentlemen, it is Bethesda's finest illegitimate children of Sean Camp, Mike,
1: and Dave.
2: Live from my mom's basement in Bethesda, Maryland, it's Camp's kids. I'm Mike.
1: I'm Dave. Right back at it.
2: Dave, we're right back in the basement. Another Passover, come and gone. Dave, it was torture, was it not? It was a roller
1: coaster ride for one Panera proprietor. I'll say that much, Mike. Listeners,
2: Listeners yeah, did you know there's a lot of Jews in Bethesda, Mike? I did know that there's a lot of Jews in Bethesda. There's a lot of Jews in Rockville where your Panera Bread, in fact, is. You keep telling me it's in Bethesda, but it's, in fact, in Rockville. It's off North
1: Bethesda, Mike. North Bethesda, okay? Isn't it really
2: North Bethesda, Dave, though? I I don't know geographically where it would lie. We're going to have to get, like, an appraiser out there at some point. But listeners, let me just paint you a picture of what occurred this past Passover, which is thankfully come and gone. We can now eat bread. Thank the Lord. Thank Elijah. Thank Moses. Uh, Dave, our Panera Bread, and I'm going to just call it our Panera Bread, even though you are the proprietor, you do own the Panera Bread. It is surrounded by Jews. Jews who thankfully love gambling. (laughs) Because if they didn't, things would be a problem because – Bread sales have been down, Dave. The grain market's way up. Supply, there's a lot of supply, Dave. We have so much sourdough bread, we don't know what to do with it. Because there's so many Jews around us. Uh, we're Jews as well, so we can say the word Jews, Dave. I just want to clarify. Totally cool for us to say Jews. Anyway... We are across the street from not one, but two Jewish establishment, two Jewish staples in the Montgomery County community. We are across the street from the Ring House, the elderly assisted living community where, <laughs> my, gra- <laughs> where my grandmother and grandfather currently live. Uh, shout, out, shout out to Nana and Pops. Uh, and then also across the street, we have the Jewish day school, about 500 to 600 people, uh, stu- Jewish students, including my, uh, my cousin Jake. Uh, and, and Trevor, and, and Trevor, Trevor, and Trevor are employee. They all all go to the Jewish day school, Dave. They can't eat at Panera. They, it's Hametz, Dave. They can't come. They can't order their uh, broccoli and cheddar bread bowls. They can't order their southwestern chicken paninis. And also next door, Dave, do we not? We have a third Jewish place of uh, community. It's the Jewish Community Center, the Rockville Jewish Community Center. <sighs> Don't get me started with where them. old men come, they, they do their laps. They do their laps at five a.m. Dave, six a.m. Where do they go? Panera Bread. Panera Bread. Panera Bread. I, I bread know sandwiches. And Dave, you... they weren't there this past week. What did we do? What did you do, Dave? What did well, you? As, ever say, do? as
1: I mentioned, as I mentioned before, luckily that the observance of Passover does not prevent gambling. <laughs> Rampant gambling still took place. In the after hours. In the back of the Panera Bread. In the back of, like, people would come from their satyrs. They're like, oh, I'm all done. (laughs) Now time to put some money on the wizards. I
2: mean, it happened, Mike. You saw it happen. I did. I saw it happen on numerous occasions. My Uncle Mort, all right, he came across the street. He was visiting my Nana and my Papa at the ring house. (laughs) And he came across the street. He said, you know what, Dave? I can't fuck with your bread right now. But I can make a bet. I can drop a dime on the whiz to win <laughs> to win games one and two, David. You took that bet in the Wizards. They're currently up by two. It's in the third quarter. We're we're are rolling. So Dave, it looks like Uncle Mort, you're gonna have to pay him out. Looks, looks like you're gonna have to looks, pay him out. I mean, looks like it. I mean what what
1: really made me unhappy though is a lot of Trevor's boys, like Jonathan, Schuler, looking at <laughs> you, buddy. He came in trying to uh put up his afi Komen winnings <laughs> like, I mean that is just
2: uncalled for <laughs> you can't be- you can't pay for bets in uh in new Israeli shekels Dave last time I checked
1: no you cannot
2: you can't, you can't pay, cannot and it- you can't pay and a bookie and was- Gelt, Dave. It was just unsavory. It was an unsavory
1: display. As you know what's pretty concerned.
2: savory though is that sandwich you came up with, Dave. You were in a bind. You couldn't serve the Jews bread. You couldn't serve the Ring House residents bread. You couldn't serve JDS bread. You couldn't serve the JCC old men bread. So what did you do, Dave? What did you do? Tell the listeners. Well, well I was, I was, uh, you know,
1: hanging out with Trevor, and Trevor goes up to me and says that his mom. Makes this crazy hummus spread, Mike. It's the free trade spread. It's artisanal. It's it's got peppers in it, and I'm thinking gluten free. It's gluten free, <laughs> and I'm thinking what goes great with hummus? And it's obviously matzah, Mike. Yeah, is delicious with hummus. Being the you know the businessman that I am, I am a business man. Uh, I uh, I put it all together, Mike. I created the the matzah supreme sandwich. <laughs> it, it's got it's got it's got the hummus. Tell listeners what it's got. Tell listeners what that sandwich has got on it, Dave. It's got the hummus, beautiful matzah, beautiful beautiful matzah imported from Canada. I, I decided to get Canadian matzah <laughs> because it's better. Um, from Montreal, of course. Oh, right, right. Uh, they 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 make it differently there here. It's got some Asiago, Dave. It's got some Asiago. It's got some 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 smoked meat. If you if you're if you're like your uh, uncle Mort, I put some ton on it, some ton and some hummus.
2: Dave, weird combo, but it works. Dave, not only are we pissing off the Jewish community here, but we're also pissing off the bread making community in and around <laughs> North Bethesda. Because after you introduce this matzah sandwich, I mean shit blew up i mean everyone was coming across the street so many jews in the community were like thank god we can finally go to a bread establishment that caters to us on this passover holiday so little what happens dave but people from rival bread shops in rockville come in la madeline's manager comes in corner bakery's manager comes in the cozy manager comes in and they're like fuck man you're on our territory uh, yeah, they were not. They were not pleased. They yeah, were not especially Le Battle In, they were pissed.
1: They're pissed especially because the sandwich Mike is gonna. It's gonna be a year year long staple. People love the
2: mozza. Who knew, love, Dave? And Corner Bakery, they they threatened your your life. They threatened your life and the lives of your unborn children. They threatened <laughs> the wizards, Dave. Apparently, Corner Bakery are heavy into the bulls this year. They're they right the bet with you and. It, Dave, Corner Bakery is going down. Dave, I, I don't like them. I don't like where, where they're where they're coming from. Ugh, I mean, I don't like it one bit. A bunch of savages over there at the Corner Bakery, and none of their food is gluten free. People, no, nope. they hate the wizards.
3: <laughs> um,
2: Dave, we have a special guest coming up next. Uh, we're gonna get him. He, his name is T- Thomas Pruitt. He's with Bullets Forever. He cannot wait to dive into our gambling and Panera Bread and wizard subjects. Uh, we'll be back. This is Camp's Kids.
0: Our dad, and Sean Camp, had the glove to protect him, but who we got? Nobody, except for you, the listeners. So stay tuned. Coming back at you with more Camp's Kids Cast.
2: And we're back. Now, Dave, we have a special guest in my mom's basement today. He's currently munching on some of my mom's brisket. It's not a euphemism for anything, Dave. It's actual brisket listeners, nothing sexual. Um, He's the associate editor of the SB Nation site, Bullets Forever, which brings you all the finest in Washington Wizards' analysis in all the land of the interwebs. He is area man Thomas Pruitt. Thomas, welcome to Kemp's Kids
3: thank you it's great to be here i'm always a fan of the basement
2: thank you so much thomas we've been reading you for a long time what did you think of the win yesterday i mean what were some of the takeaways oh man
3: uh nene was playing he was playing like crazy um i was kind of worried about what was going on with Beale. uh he seemed like he was just a little bit hesitant but he really seemed to um do a good job of playing within himself and i think he'll actually bounce back and have a, an even better game and Wall, i mean i don't know that's pretty good for a playoff debut like he had his struggles and stuff but his team won and a lot of that was because of how he played and how he made the people around him better i thought
2: i agree i mean they were both beal and wall kind of streaky to start out with but i think wall kind of still maintained the tone without even though he wasn't making shots he still just sort of set the tone and the attitude i think that's what we need to see would you agree yeah
3: totally what like Nate was a veteran sure so is Miller, all those guys but at the end of the day, this team is John Wall. It's going to go only as far as he can take them. Uh, for better and for
2: worse. Now, Thomas, there's like a. For, to me, I think there's kind of a talent disparity between the Wizards and the Bulls. I think the Wizards have John Wall, the Bulls have DJ Augustine, you know. But uh, both teams play defense, but the Bulls can't really score. So at the same time, we have Randy Whitman, who is a man, and we have Tom Thibodeau, who is like a, a defensive mastermind. Great, great coach. Do you think that in the NBA, the truth about it, do you think in the NBA a coach like Tibbs can make up for what the Bulls lack in personnel? Uh,
3: to an extent. To an extent, definitely. I mean, if, say Vinny Del Negro uh, was still the coach. Right. Um, Chicago probably won 35, 38 games, something like that, which actually, I, mean, I do know, it looks like Atlanta's actually doing something with that record, but... He really was a huge difference maker. And I'm actually surprised that more teams aren't willing to just throw money at coaches like that. I mean, what would you say you have to pay like five or ten million dollars extra for Tom Thibodeau type coach? That's awful. I mean, nobody wants to spend that type of money, but it doesn't count towards the cap. And I would rather have Tom Thibodeau and pay him five million dollars a year than have Martell Webster, who's the player and stuff, but he's not going to affect the team the way that somebody like that. Thibodeau, if we could get. I can't even think of a good example where a coach... I was going to say Rick Adelman, but it looks like he's out of the game now. Right. Um, yeah, somebody like that, really, it's more keen to do
2: that. So, sure. with that being said, I mean, what do you think happens after the season with Randy Whitman? I mean, win or lose, I think there's a definite decision that has to be made there.
3: Yeah. I imagine they'll keep him. I mean, their goal at the beginning of the year was to make the playoffs. They did it, um, which, unfortunately, mean, that grunt off stays as well, but Whitman's done, I mean... He's not a great coach, definitely. Don't, don't get me wrong, but right. he has gotten a decent amount out of these guys. Last year, they had absolutely nothing to play for by the end of December. I mean, it was clear they weren't going to go anywhere. That team was going to be in the lottery. Best-case scenario, they're the defense pick, worst-case scenario, from their perspective, at least. Right. From our perspective, it's the opposite, that they're like number one or two pick. Wicken got a very good defense out of that team. They were top 10 in the league in defensive deficiency last year. They regressed a little bit this year, but they're still top 10. And that really is a testament to what he's done as a coach. I don't think he's a great coach by any means, but he can at least get these guys to play defense, and a lot of what a coach is supposed to do is just tied to that. If you have great players, you can get a good offense out of them. Not just anybody though can coach a great defense out of a team, and Whitman, to his credit, has done that. Um, now, to to some extent, I think that might be the player, too, that he has. Mm-hmm. is a very, very good defensive player, especially as far as being a team defender. Um, mm-hmm. Wall is... He, goes, he, comes, he comes and goes, but he ha- when he's keyed in, which is more often than not now, um, he is one of, if not the best defensive, well, at least top five defensive point guards in the NBA. And I think that really helps, um, especially from big men. Uh, somebody Having somebody like Harrington helps, too, just because he knows where to be. Same with Cortot, same with uh, Webster, or those guys.
2: And I think also, you know, a lot of these, a lot of NBA coaches, they just – at a certain point, they're just losing the locker room. They lose the ear of their star player, what have you. And I really, I, I agree. I really don't think uh, that's happened with Whitman at all. I think they, no. the players really respect him and value his intensity. And I, and actually, I'll, go right, go ahead, Dave.
1: <laughs> I mean, also assuming they make the second round, which very likely scenario, it's hard to justify as a front office to just let him go unless there's a really much better coach up in. Coming for a spot, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, and who would that even be? Like, would would you know, would the Wizards go for like a Stan Van Gundy type of guy, but I feel like could make a huge difference. But I don't know, is he even interested? I
3: don't know. But it depends on how far they go in the playoffs. If they make the second round and they put like a scare into Indiana or God's or they make the Eastern Conference Finals and play <laughs> Miami, oh, man. which uh, I mean, not... they're not going to win that series, but it could make the team look a lot more attractive because I mean, they do have a young superstar. Um Was not going to be any better next in two weeks than he than he is right now, but his perception of, around the league and around the country is going to change dramatically if uh, he can lead the team in through the first round and especially through the second round.
1: I agree completely. Uh, it would change. It would change the way the media views the Wizards. I, I imagine there'd be more national games. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You have to reevaluate the culture
2: of the organization and just build them up. Do you agree, Mike? And you know what. I, I could justify what I've saying, too. I mean, I'd like to see them go after someone like George Carl, but
1: how no, can you that's How That's a an idea. <laughs> that's
2: a terrible idea. <laughs> it's
1: because we're the Kemp's kids. <laughs> that's why <laughs> i want George Carl. Defense, Mike. No defense. <laughs> he doesn't know you. Defense.
2: Why would you play defense? <laughs> could be Sean Kemp. Oh, the
3: Nuggets, I mean, they had some decent defenses, but yeah. I, I, I like George Carl, but I don't know if he's the type of guy who can get a team over the hump. The yeah. way, I and mean, he, he'd do a better job than Whitman, probably, but uh, I don't know if it's necessarily worth dumping Whitman just to bring in George Carl. If we could get a Van Gundy, though, either of them, really, or if there's, like, a third Van Gundy, I don't know if they have, like, a <laughs> brother we haven't heard of Walter. It's like, a,
2: a stepchild um, somewhere.
3: Yeah, yeah, staggerly Van Gundy, whoever. If we can bring him in, that'd be great, but otherwise, I think Whitman's job is pretty safe. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I think mean, Thibodeau could get a better team out of this. Or could get a better record out of these guys but there are only so many guys like
2: that okay Thomas' final question now what's your prediction for the series I mean I have I'm pretty confident but I can't I can't believe I'm saying I'm confident but well <laughs>
3: it's, a, it's a playoff you're supposed to get left open and that's part of the fun of being a fan I mean you guys are the same way I mean I cover the team kind of as a journalist and then as much as I can call myself that really I'm a blogger I write editorials, and those statistics out there, and sometimes people like it, but um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of what's been good about this, I mean, when all DC sports fans are, have kind of been through this, you follow an awful, awful team for so long, and then they finally reach the promised plan, which is usually just being mediocre by anybody else's standards, but whatever, I'll take it. So like, I, I'm caught up in the rapture with everybody else, too. I'm probably overestimating how good the team is, but um, even before the series started, I've said it. Everywhere I've gotten to do any kind of like little prediction or write any little articles or whatever, Um, I think it's going to be Wizards and Dicks, and um, I still believe that. Even after yesterday, I think Chicago will probably come back and win the next game. Yeah. Um, But Washington should be able to defend their home turf, and um, also they'll be able to close it out at uh, the Verizon Center in, I don't know, what, is it a week or so? That's game six will be.
2: Yeah, next Thursday. Yep, I hope so. People, listeners, the great man is Thomas Pruitt. The great site is BulletsForever.com. No joke, listeners. Mad Truth, this is the best of the NBA blog sphere. Fuck with them for the best Wizards content on the interwebs, you heard. We'll be back with more Thomas Pruitt. This is Kemp's Kids. 29 years with no child support from Mr. Kemp. Y'all wanted a better podcast than this. Shit. And we're back. Dave, we still have Thomas Pruitt in the basement. Thomas, how are you enjoying that brisket? It is
3: delicious.
2: Oh, thank you so much! And again, yeah, as I
3: said so famously in uh, Grindhouse Planetair, best contested, although it's in Maryland.
2: Oh, thank you so much. My mom was so happy to hear you say that, especially after this long Passover. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, we have a, we have a ritual here at Chem's Kids. We do twenty questions that are inappropriate. But you know what? You just got to answer them because you're in the basement and we're going to hold you hostage until you do. So we're just going to do 20 yes. quick questions, mostly Wiz-related. Are you ready, Thomas?
3: Yes. Ready Dave. As I'll ever
2: be. Dave, start them up. All right. I'm starting up. Bullets or wizards?
3: Wizards. All right. it's Unpopular, but it's wizards. I like those gold <laughs> uniforms with the black shorts, too, which is probably just as bad. Oh, <laughs> God,
1: that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um Maryland or Virginia?
3: That's a good question. I think Virginia now, just because I live there, but I would take Baltimore over Arlington.
2: Oh, that, that is that, is, sac- that is sacrilege, yeah. Thomas, but we'll allow it.
3: Probably. <laughs> all right. But a um, state, but I actually prefer Virginia.
1: Orioles or Nationals?
3: Orioles all the way.
1: All the way. Glad to hear it. Um Jan Wesley, Denver Nuggets power forward, or Jan Wesley, local checkman? <laughs> local
3: checkman. <guys. laughs> Some kind of, like, I don't know. He needs to hook up with Petrov somehow for, like, a podcast, um, hyping up parties, something like that, like, the two biggest Eastern European busts in Wizards
2: uh, history just need to get together somehow. I agree. And, Thomas, I, I was actually looking at your old um, some of your old articles, and one of the first ones that pops up is Jan Vesely, can he turn it around? And it was, like, a super positive article about Jan Vesely. But, uh, so much of it. So much hope for the airwolf, but uh, I, what can I say? It's, it's, he's done.
3: All right,
1: next question. Uh, who gets more ladies, Joaquin Noah, Kirk Heinrich, or a virgin pina colada?
3: <laughs> wow. I, I can't <laughs> imagine anyone t- uh, turning uh, Noah down. I, I, just can't. I agree with and that. How could you not like him? I mean, he's got... He's like European or somehow. like, I think his father was like an artist or a tennis player or something He's like that. He's a tennis player uh, and his mother's. Player was, yeah.
1: I think his mother is like a Swedish model. Yeah. It's a very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah,
3: Andy's seven feet tall and a millionaire. That guy is more elite than anyone on this planet. Um, <laughs> possible exception would be Barack Obama and um, maybe uh, Richard Branson. But after them, uh, Noah, most eligible bachelor on the planet. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> next question uh, Chicago deep dish pizza or this isn't pizza get this out of my face <laughs>
3: uh, i this isn't pizza get it out of my face
2: I agree with it, that as well <laughs> Dave uh-huh. we're really yeah. pissing off the Chicago s p Nation site right now we are and I think that's okay yeah <laughs> um,
1: better beer DC Brow or Goose Island <laughs>
3: <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm going with goose island oh okay dc resident <laughs>
2: like it's a good beer it's a good beer, I, I, it's yeah. a beer. It's a DC. okay thomas michael jordan six-time nba champion or michael jordan that dude who drafted kwame brown
3: <laughs> i was gonna go michael jordan actor and uh in commercial and film but if, you, if it has to be one of those, 2 I'll go with Michael Jordan, six-time uh, championship winner, because that Jordan never ripped out my heart and spit on it.
2: That's that's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, next question to piss off Chicago SB Nation. D.C. skin turns or Chicago kielbasa salesgirls? Oh, I'm going with
3: skin turns all the way. Skin turns.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like it. More corrupt Chicago politics or D.C. politics? <laughs>
3: Chicago, have you heard
2: about what they get into down there? Big <laughs> C look like I don't know, the camelot or something. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh better hot dog, the D C half smoke or the Chicago half smoke. Ooh. That's DC hard. Half-smoke. DC half smoke. Wow. Love it. Ben's
3: Chili really bowl. Love it.
2: Yeah. They get the rock uh one endorsement. Chicago
3: never got that.
2: That's true. Wow. Fat t- fat Ted Leonsis or Thin Ted Leonsis? Oh, thin
3: Ted Leonsis is scary.
2: Fat all the way Fat all He's one of
3: those He, was, he was, yeah If all these guys Like people get famous And they just lose weight I don't, I don't like that Like the more My first <laughs> has gotten The more he's shrunk Like if the Wizards Win the finals I'm, I guarantee you He's
2: going to have A six pack oh, <laughs> That's Leontis. <laughs> where Where have you gone Okay Greek yeah. Cyprus Or Turkish Cyprus They deserve their independence Don't you think so
3: Oh, completely! <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm for any kind of Cyprus being independent, even the hill, like <laughs> all
2: the way. Tur- chicken gyro or chicken shawarma? We're really going to piss Ted off with these questions. I'm feeling it, Dave. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's going a... uh, to send his handlers after us. That's
2: um, that's the plan. That's the plan, Thomas. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: I'm right. no, I- going. <laughs> yeah, uh, i go chicken uh, gyro.
2: Chicken gyro. Panera Bread yeah. or Corner Bakery? You know Dave is a proprietor of oh. Rockville Corner Bakery. Or Panera Bread, yeah. sorry. Sorry, Dave, why would I besmirch Come you? Come
3: on. Yeah, what do? You... Anyway. <laughs> this, this is going to lead to some kind of feud, but uh, i got to go to Corner Bakery. That meatball marinara sandwich is oh.
2: one
3: of oh, the most delicious things on That's the okay.
2: planet. Shit, we might have to get him out of the basement on that one. No, 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 no just okay. kidding. It's, it's, okay. Okay. it's okay. It's okay. okay. My rage, I can, I can contain it. Okay, Bradley Beal, future NBA All-Star or future Ben's Chili Bowl patron?
3: <laughs> I think he's going to be an All-Star, and because he's, he was drafted by the Wizards, he's going to be the greatest Laker of all time.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: man, that's harsh. Probably true.
2: Um, Otto Porter, future NBA All-Star or future Ben's Chili Bowl patron? <laughs> he's
3: going to be one of those patrons who aren't even famous enough for them to put their picture up on the wall.
2: <laughs> he's, <laughs> no he's no cause...
3: <laughs> yeah, Joe, or Obama. Yeah, I uh, Porter is. Let's just hope let he turns it around next year, like Leslie
2: never did. Good, good answer. Good answer. Okay, uh, winner of round one: Bulls or Wiz? We, I think we have your answer on that. Yeah, Wizards. All the way. Wizards. Okay. Yeah. Final question: November 2014. What is more likely? Randy Whitman, Wizards head coach. Randy Whitman, November 2014, Panera Bread employee of the month. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wizards head coach unless they lose the next game, uh, next four games by like 10,
2: 20 points each. Dave, you're gonna have to keep trying to hire people because it looks like Randy Whitman's gonna be the Wizards head coach next year. Randy
3: Whitman.
2: Thomas, great. thank you so so much for coming on the show. The site, everyone to repeat again. Bulletsforever.com. Look for all his stuff. He's the best. This is the best preeminent site for the Wizards on the web, and hopefully we see more content as they continue to go into the second round. Thomas, thanks again. Yeah, thanks so much, Thomas. That's it, y'all. We'll be back with more Kemp's Kids after this.
0: Our father, Sean Kemp, and his prime versus Dre Blatch. Who wins? I don't know, but I'll tell you who loses. All of us bastard children. O-Pod, coming back at you in a minute.
1: And we're back. Mike, Dana. Dana. That brisket's mighty tasty. I I have enjoyed it thoroughly after all that matzah I've been Thank munching you. on all week. Have you uh, been
2: constipated at all, Dave?
1: Well, I've been eating a lot of vegetables with it, so it's okay. Okay, as good. As long as you eat the vegetables, I I, I enjoy up to three to four beets a week, personally. Right. That's, that lets everything out, man.
2: Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll take your advice next time. I haven't gone in... When when did Passover start? It's been a while, Dave. Ooh, ooh, not good, Mike. No, no, I'm um, all backed up. You're all backed up, <laughs> Mike.
1: I I was. Do you ever read a certain magazine called The New Yorker? It's a little highbrow.
2: No, Dave. Is- I I read Bethesda Mag and I read The Washingtonian and <laughs> uh, the Jewish Week, the Rockville Jewish Week, and that's oh, really about well, it, I- Dave.
1: Well, I read the New Yorker because I'm originally from New York, and obviously, and and it had a a certain gentleman was in the New Yorker recently, a certain gentleman that's close to my heart. Let me just tell you, Mike, it's the Kobe quote of the week.
2: Yeah, it, it again? I don't know how. You just the fingers always on the trigger, it's huh? All the button. It's all, It's just I have a code for it on the soundboard, Dave. Which we definitely have. Uh, now, listeners, who, for those of you who
1: are just joining us, as kids, 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 we adore Kobe Bryant, or I adore Kobe Bryant. I think he's everything an athlete should be. He's great. He's arrogant. He's bold. He's brilliant. He's an artist. He's a Renaissance man. I mean, what isn't Kobe? And now the is New York team, you take that back, Mike. <laughs> take that back. Take that back. That was settled. <laughs> now, Kobe, who was named after Kobe Beef, incidentally, he is a brand name, folks. Kobe <laughs> Bryant had a lot of interesting things to say in the recent New Yorker article. There was a profile talking about his career, about how this might be the end of his career, which how dare they even <laughs> suggest something like <laughs> How could they, Dave? How could they? (laughs) How could they? So let me read you this quote. I think it's very interesting because he is an older guy. He's reaching sort of the end of his basketball playing career. But he's a he's a as I said, he's a renaissance man. He will find his way, folks. He will find something else that's beautiful and creative because he's Kobe Bryant. Now, let me read you this quote. Bryant's refusal to take up golf is a point of pride. Related to the box, he resists being confined to as an African-American athlete. He told me, I get questions all the time. What are you going to do when you retire? As if I had no life, no talent outside of playing basketball. (laughs) It absolutely drives me crazy. You just going to golf all day? I'm like, no. Who the fuck said that? It's maddening. You know what? I agree with that. It is maddening. How dare they think that all he'll do is play golf? What is he,
2: Charles Barkley? Ugh. Dave, first of all, let me congratulate you. Spot on impression of Kobe Bryant. Fucking, <laughs> fucking great job, man. Um, but yeah, I agree. Kobe is too smart. Uh, the man speaks four languages, Dave. He doesn't even have to you know, do NBA announcing in America. He can go to Italy and do
1: that shit. Exactly. I mean, why
2: would he even want to
1: do that? That's so limiting. So Kobe could be honestly, what we should do right now. We're having all these problems with Ukraine, all these geopol. Send Kobe over there.
2: He'll fix it. Like a like Kobe plus Klitschko. I mean, we can definitely beat the Russians. Hey, we can oh. definitely beat the Russians with Kobe and Klitschko. Duh. Not even a question. Not, Not even, a even a question, question. Dave. But,
1: but Kobe wouldn't have to fight Mike. He's he's. His sheer will and diplomacy ability, diplomatic ability, I should say, he would just solve the crisis. He would just go in there. He like go up to Putin and be like, "Yo, you know, what's up? Let's settle this. What's up?" They'll talk in the back. I wouldn't understand because I'm just not as smart as Kobe. I
2: don't know what he would say to him. Kobe I probably speaks Russian, Russian too. You know, he probably speaks it Russian. Wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter, Dave, because you know what Kobe has that we don't at Kemp's kids. He's got this intensity that I think we can learn a lot from Kobe, Dave. And Putin respects intensity. He respects machismo. And Kobe Bryant, he has that in spades, Dave. He brings it every day. Every, Dave, whatever he's doing. He, I don't think we need to send him just to Ukraine, Dave, as an emissary. I think we we take Robin out of the picture, right? Send him to North Korea. okay? Oh,
1: oh I like where this is going. Have
2: him negotiate with... Kim, whatever his name is, <laughs> I forget what his name is, Dave. It doesn't matter. We don't matter. follow
1: the news here, folks. I'm sorry. I mean, this is as much news as I get. We're I'll in a it.
2: we're in a basement, listeners. We do not get all of the satellite news network. It's a basement. <laughs> you know the latest in bread trends in the NBA because we love two things here: Bethesda Panera and, and, and the NBA. And
1: ESPN every so often. we'll listen to ESPN. Yeah, that's like only that's like the only news network on TV, right?
2: Right. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the grain, the whatever report, uh, whatever channel does the grain reports, Dave, because I know you're following those really Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you <laughs> think of bringing in Kobe as like a partner in the Panera Bread franchise. I mean, would love that, but I, that's too. Lit. Again, what I see Kobe
1: becoming. Kind of, and I like what, where your head was at with the whole North Korea angle. Yeah, because didn't stop with Ukraine. How dare we stop with Ukraine? Let's move on to North Korea. I see Kobe becoming sort of like a a real life version of Captain Planet, <laughs> <laughs> <sort> of like, <laughs> where he just sort of we just sort of drop him in a in a point of conflict and he magically solves it because he can.
2: All right, you don't need any of those stupid little kids from. All different places, uh, Earth. Look at those kids. Those kids are stupid. They were the ones getting in trouble. Just send Kobe. We take care of the rest, man. Yeah, I never understood why you needed the kids in the first place. Just send Captain Planet in to begin with. Captain Planet, I
1: know. Captain Kobe
2: Bryant in to begin with, and you got problem resolved. (laughs) Problem solved, Dave.
1: There you have it, folks. Kobe Bryant should be Captain Planet.
2: Heard it here first. Camp's Kids! <laughs> we'll be back after this. This is Camp's Kids.
0: Hey, yo, this D-Mac Bethesda's hardest motherfucker. You better fuck some Camp's Kids or I'm gonna turn your lights out, son!
1: And we're back, Mike. I gotta tell you something. It was a big day for me at Panera.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, for the first so.
1: time in the past six months, five, six months... I lost some money to old Trevor. All uh-huh. right. Wow. Trevor had something over me, Mike. I mean, Trevor's now part of the Kemp kids group. He's got the tattoo. He's got the chain. He's part of the team. So it's okay. It's like losing to one of your own, but I lost like a hundo to Trevor because we had a bed going. When would Mike Woodson get fired? And I kept saying, Oh, it's going to happen in like two weeks. They just lost like 10 in a row. They're, they have to fire him now, but he just kept staying alive, Mike. <laughs> he just kept coaching, kept switching. They kept switching and switching, and he, and somehow the Knicks almost made the playoffs, and it was startling and disconcerting because I thought maybe we'd have another year of switching. <laughs> no. no, Trevor correctly predicted that Phil Jackson would wait till the end of the season to fire Mike Woodson, and sure enough, the axe came down on his bald head <laughs> uh and i although i lost some money i couldn't be happier clean house it was a power move mike he did it on monday he wanted people to know this is phil jackson's house this is the triangle house <laughs> did it on a monday didn't wait the knicks usually bury their news on fridays at like after five so right right supposed- they're like a little scared child that, oh, did I do that? And they crawl under the table, and they don't want the reporters to say bad things to them. Not this time around. Power move, Mike. Power move. We're hot firing him on a Monday. Get him talking. And, get the media talking. Get that media talking. To- and not only did Woodson get fired, Mike, he fired the whole staff. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is gone. <laughs> Clean house. Who else oh. got fired, Dave? Oh, I feel so happy. Erb Williams, who's probably been there for like twenty years. Mr. Williams, who I remember backing up Patrick Ewing with his bad and like, Oh, Herb Williams is going in for mop-up duty. He got canned as well. <laughs> I thought he'd be there forever. Just every coach gets fired, but Herb Williams somehow stays and just sits on the back of the bench. Not this time, not in Phil Jackson's house. Fired, Mike.
2: They're all gone. Uncle Phil, clean house, Dave. Clean was, the house. The who's Zen next? Actor. Who will be I fired next, Dave? Hopefully, Dolan. Metaphorically,
1: <laughs> just throw him out. Phil Jackson fire Dolan. Just you can't be in Madison Square Garden until so we win a title. Just go away. Anyway, I couldn't be happier. I lost money to Trevor, but it's a. I think it's a bright spot in Nick's history right now. We, we're we're losing what will probably be Wiggins slash Parker
2: but we're, we're we're moving forward, Mike. We're cleaning the house, and more importantly dave it's it's a big step in your relationship with Trevor because you can't just as a gambler, you can't just keep losing every single time you know <laughs> at, at some point, you lose enough, you bottom out, but if you win, you're right back in it. you're gambling, so we still have Trevor uh-huh. on the hook.
1: Oh, I got, I got him back, baby. I got him back. So he made some dubious bets for the Orioles this weekend. Let me tell you, (laughs) not not looking
2: good for Trevor. No. So let's talk next steps with you know bilking more money out of uh, this Potomac resident. Uh, (laughs) With your with your uh, Knicks, maybe you should make a bet with Trevor on who gets hired.
1: Um, but that's like almost certain. They already are. It's Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, do you know the story of Steve Kerr, Mike,
2: Dave, it's called odds. Give it to him. Give him odds. Oh,
1: oh, give him the odds. Ooh, should I give What would be the dark horse candidate? Uh Hmm. Cuz right now it's pretty much Steve Kerr, Brian Shaw, but like what if the dark horse candidate is like a Van Gundy? A Van Gundy who who Jackson hates with right. all his Yeah. Well that, that's what makes him the dark horse but you got to build him up right you got you got to make Trevor put money on Gundy
2: Listen Trevor <laughs> I know they had some bad blood in the past before you were born cuz you were born in 1998 but you might not even know who Jeff Gundy is but Yeah it's a sucker's bet he's not going to go look him up on Wikipedia cuz you know what you're going to do you're going to strong arm Trevor and make him decide right then and there if he <laughs> wants to take the bet <laughs> That's that's the Kemp's kids way. That's the Panera way, Dave. <laughs> Strong-arming your bread suppliers until they give you sourdough for a half-off wholesale retail price. Dave. Oh, God. You know me so
1: well. That's, I mean, that's how we make money here in, <laughs> in, 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 at Panera. That's how we, we do business. You guys got a problem with that? You, you want to file some RICO charges against us? Well,
2: <laughs> do so. Panera Boys of the Z, aka Kemp's Kids, will be right back. This is Kemp's Kids. We'll be back with listener mail.
0: <laughs> we are the illegitimate blast from your past. That's right, it's Kemp's Kids Cast.
1: And we're back, Mike. It's uh, it's listener mail time, uh, and right. we, it's it's been a doozy going <laughs> through some of these. Most
2: are threats on our lives, right? Mostly having to do with gambling debts, but... gambling debts, and the, uh, the illicit bread cartel that is sweeping Bethesda and Rockville by storm.
1: But I'm just gonna, I, you know what I, you know me, when I see bad news, I just press delete. I just delete. <laughs> I don't even look at it.
2: I think some of those now... subpoenas, Dave, because <laughs> I'm now getting notices on my door. It, it's not <laughs> good. But you know what? Just power through. I like your style. <laughs> I, I like to avoid problems. Why, why create
1: problems when you can avoid them? Um, so uh, this email comes from – honestly, it just says Nana. <laughs> just from a Nana. I don't know whose Nana it is. It doesn't matter, folks. And it, and it reads like this. Dear Mike and Dave, it was Passover last week, and I was very hungry. I was in Rockville. I had just talked to my grandson, Daniel, and he was being a real putz on the phone. Says putz. And uh, I, I was unhappy, and I needed a pick-me-up. And my girlfriend, Sheila, told me that there's this new sandwich called the Matza Supreme. <laughs> and I said, Sheila, that's a lie. There's no sandwich called the Matzah Supreme, but sure enough... I was in the parking lot with your Panera and I walk in and sure enough it's right there. I ordered the Supreme with, with the corned beef. It was delicious. You
2: substituted the turkey. Good move, Nana. Uh,
1: it was delicious and thank you, Nana.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, you know, I love making people happy, Mike. Nana bringing it strong to the podcast. I, I don't know how she got our contact information, Dave. I don't know what you gave her. I don't know why she would associate a random Panera bread mozza supreme sandwich with a great high-energy podcast like Hemp's Kids. But she made the connection, Dave, and you got to respect Nana for coming strong to the hole on this one. <laughs> uh, that's our show, folks. <laughs> and Folks, like I said, the wizards—we're we're tearing it up. We're we're gonna go up, go up two zero right now. Dave and I are killing it in the Panera Motta sandwich game. We're innovators, Dave. We're innovators. It's only a matter of time when more Panera breads start hiring us, taking us on. I mean, maybe we even cannibalize some of the corner bakeries' business, get in on that. You know, <laughs> I, I I don't know what happens from here, Dave, but things are looking up for the wizards. Things are looking up. Things are looking up for Kemp's Kids. Things are looking down for Corner Bakery, but Dave, Panera (laughs) Bread, the Rockville Pike Panera Bread rolls on. Um, Listeners, it's been a good show. This is Kemp's Kids. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. Peace, y'all. Peace out. The rain
0: man made too much precipitation all over our glorious nation. That leaves us in our mom's shitty basement. We are the illegitimate Kemp's Kids. You heard? Ladies and gentlemen, it is Bethesda's finest illegitimate children of Sean, Camp, Mike, and Dave.